Welcome to another episode of The Happy Runner, a podcast for all who love running and those who want to start running. My name is Roman and today I will host Brody to talk about running injuries, those around the knee. Hi Brody and welcome to the Happy Runner. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me on again. Always love um, chatting to you, Roman. Uh, for those who don't know, it's the third time you are on my podcast. The first time we talked about running misconceptions and since you are a physiotherapist, our second talk was about running injuries below the knee. Today, we will work our way up and talk about running injuries around the knee area. But before we do so, I was going through your webpage once more to do a little research and found that you wrote in one of your blog posts if it's a good or bad idea running with a knee injury. So what's your opinion on that topic? It's probably a good way to start the combo because a lot of people uh, make this mistake or they get quite confused of what they should exactly do. And the advice that I say is, if as long as it's not a stress fracture, usually when it comes to most knee-related injuries, it's not a stress fracture. But in most cases, if you've overdone things and the knee is quite irritated, you might want to have a rest for a day or two to let symptoms settle. But what most people will find surprising is that um, you're still able to do some some levels of exercise and even still run if there's if there's mild symptoms. So the, the knee pain can still be quite mild. It doesn't need to be zero, but we pay attention to the symptoms during the run. We pay attention to symptoms to after the run. And we want to make sure that those levels, those pain levels are tolerable. And we usually say like lower than a four out of 10 pain if people want to use that 10 um, pain rating scale. Uh, and if you are continuing to run, especially in that time when the knee is quite sore, we want to avoid any spikes in injury, any spikes in running or training load. Um, and it's best to keep to a conservative mileage in that time and then just pay attention to symptoms along the way. Uh, so back to injuries. A lot of runners experience some sort of pain in the knee or around the knee. We all know about runner's knee, but is it the only injury that can happen in the knee area? Uh, definitely not. The runner's knee, which is like the irritation of the, the kneecap itself, um, is the most common. But there are other types. Um, ITB friction syndrome would probably be the mo the second most common that people can um, encounter. So that's pain on the outside of the knee. Um, there can be some joint pathology. So we can look at like irritation of the, the cartilage within the knee joint itself. Um, patella tendinopathy, which is like an irritation of the tendon at the front of the knee, um, just below the kneecap. It's not that common in runners, it's more a jumper's knee, but runners still get it, it it's just less common. Um, and then you're down to your other less likely knee pathologies that still happen, but less likely when we're talking um, pezzanserinus, which is like a tendon 
on the inside of uh, on the uh, the medial side of the knee we're looking at like meniscus injuries people might be familiar with those the baker cyst which is like swelling or pulling at the back of the knee um, they're not very common in runners but you do see them and sometimes you can get a knee injury outside of running maybe if there's trauma maybe if you've played a team sport and um, you've twisted or um, fallen to the ground or got tackled to the ground and you've hurt your knee and then you want to go back to running so people still have these injuries trying to run but it might not be originally caused by the running overload so um, they still happen okay thanks for the insight uh, now uh, it would be good to go through the most common running injuries in the knee area uh, on one side what causes them and on the other side uh, the prevention sure uh, I might start with the runner's knee. The more technical term is patellofemoral pain. And there's a, a few misconceptions around patellofemoral pain. A lot of runners are being told that maybe their kneecap is maltracking, maybe the kneecap is out of position, and that's causing a lot of um, discomfort. Some people might be told that part of their knee is weak and so when it's weak, the kneecap drifts off away from its position, or maybe that there's muscle tightness or ITB tightness that's pulling the kneecap into different directions and causing this dysfunction and this pain. We now know that that's not necessarily the case. We now know that patellofemoral pain is just like any other overuse injury. It's just the knee joint itself being overloaded, and it's not necessarily a maltracking or out of position kneecap which is quite nice to hear from people because uh, I have runners come to me with a lot of fear because they think their kneecap is out of place and it can be very disempowering for a lot of runners. And if you just describe to them, hey, look, this knee hat is most likely due to a training error or an overload and you go back and have a look at their running and you can see that they've gone from running 50 Ks a week to running 100 Ks a week and they've doubled their running and that's why their knee is sore. It's not due to the tightness or weakness, it's just due to an overload and that joint itself has been unable to tolerate that increase, that jump in mileage. And so um, that's usually the cause of a patellofemoral pain. It's usually just due to a training error and an overload. Sometimes if you integrate hills, Sometimes if you go from training on the flats to then all of a sudden doing a lot, running uphill a lot, the strain that goes through the joint is um, heightened because when you run uphill, the knee is more bent. And so if you put more force through the bent knee, it can cause more compression or more strain on the kneecap itself. And so that could be the, the real reason for, um, for patellofemoral pain. Uh, the second most, I guess the ITB syndrome, ITB friction syndrome is another cause, uh, another name for it. This is also due to a training error. This is also due to uh, running downhill. So patellofemoral pain is usually from uphill, like increases the load through the joint. Whereas ITB syndrome, there's a lot of strain through the ITB when people start running downhill, especially if it's something new, especially if it's a spike especially if they're doing more downhill running than what they're used to. Um, so that's when that can come into it. And usually it's because the angle that the knee is at when you're running downhill, 
there's a lot of load you're you're competing against a lot of gravity when you're running downhill where there's not a lot of gravity when you're going uphill and so that force and the load that goes through the joint at that certain angle can put more strain on the itb and if we're talking about misconceptions a lot of people think that their itb is tight and they think that their tight itb needs to be released when again we're not a lot of evidence will suggest this a lot of evidence will, will start to support that it's itb strain it's more the load it's more the overload which is contributing to this soreness rather than it being tight um, and we do know that the itb doesn't have any muscle properties it's just a thick fibrous band that just supports the outside of the thigh and just helps with control it doesn't contract and relax like a muscle would and so you can't really release it it's just very thick and fibrous and so it doesn't really get tight and it can't really be released with things like massage or dry needling or foam rolling. Um, it might feel nice to do all those things, but we're not, we're certainly not increasing its length and stretching doesn't do much to lengthen the ITB either. So there's a few misconceptions around that, but overload, overtraining, these training errors that we see, especially if it incorporates downhill running, these are things that might cause this ITB syndrome. Um, the other one I could probably discuss is um, what I mentioned before around the joint pathology, like knee osteoarthritis is a common one, especially in like a master's runner, someone who's running in their 50s, 60s, 70s. And this can be due to, um, it's actually very, it's less common in runners, knee OA than a sedentary population we do have a lot of um, prevalent studies to show that the recreational runner is less likely to get knee OA than a sedentary uh, individual and that's because we know that loading the knee is very good for cartilage and very good for knee health and so that's why we see it less often in in runners but if a runner does have knee osteoarthritis um, it's it can sometimes be a misconception that they need to stop running or running is contributing to increasing the pathology or making symptoms worse and like all those other things yes if there's a spike in training it might increase pain in the knee but more often than not if you keep the knee strong and if you run in low loads and you build up gradually and you're very diligent about your training loads and making sure there's no spikes in that you can run with mild to moderate knee osteoarthritis and still not only help your symptoms, but actually prevent the symptoms from worsening. There's been some really nice research to show that runners with mild to moderate osteoarthritis can still run. They just need to be very careful about how they're implementing their training loads and make sure that it's accompanying some strengthening. And so I guess those, um, those three are really nice to go through in terms of what causes them. Um, and what we can do with um, modifying our training to, to help resolve those. Okay, great. Uh, those who listened to our previous podcasts know uh, that we can self-detect certain injuries and that it's better to go to a physician than to seek advice in the internet. Uh, would you, as a physiotherapist, say that there are some ways that can help to prevent these kind of injuries around the knee. Yeah, absolutely. So if we're talking about prevention, <clears throat> we're mainly talking about, um, first of all, avoiding 
any spikes in training. We're talking about um, doing anything to like avoid these training errors. So that would usually be doing too much too soon. You might hear me repeating these over and over, but this is a very basic concept of why a lot of runners get a lot of injuries. Um, if you increase your mileage too much, if you run too fast, too much too soon, if you, if you have these abrupt changes in your training, so um, going from running on the flats to running hills, if you go from running in really supportive shoes to really flimsy shoes too, too abrupt, um, this will increase the likelihood of an injury. And if we avoid these training errors and we pay very close attention to um, progressive overload and just very gradually building you up, then it's going to, you're going to become a better runner. You're going to get stronger, but it's going to be a very safe manner. And strengthening is another way that we can prevent things like these um, because we're building up the tissue tolerance. If you do a lot of trunk, a lot of uh, glute, a lot of leg, single leg strengthening exercises, you're just building up the tolerance within those tissues to withstand more load. And so when you go for a run, it's harder to exceed those loads because we've first of all had a really nice training program implemented and two we're doing some strengthening in the gym that includes really heavy weights that includes plyometrics that includes power and it's just harder to break those down it's harder to exceed those capacities and the other thing if we're talking about knee injuries and we're talking about preventing these injuries is sometimes for a particular individual gait retraining can be really helpful and gait retraining is just changing the way someone runs and we wouldn't necessarily change every runner we wouldn't necessarily change it in, uh, change running for an injured runner we'll base it on the individual and so if someone does have knee pain and we look at how they run if they have say a very low cadence if their step rate the, the amount of steps that they take per minute if that is very low we know that increasing their cadence by five to 10% reduces their knee loads by 15%. And so that can be very significant. Um, and so if we get them on the treadmill and their cadence is very low, let's try increasing their cadence. Uh, that can help reduce loads on the knee and um, distribute the load elsewhere around the body. And so it'll increase the load through the calf or increase the load through the hips but it will decrease the load in the knees. And so it can be a really nice way of distributing uh, the running load. And so, yep, so number one would be training modifications. Number two would be implementing some strengthening exercises. And number three, for the individual, not for everyone, would be some gait retraining. And sometimes, in most cases, that would be increasing their running cadence. But um, in some other cases, it might be something a little bit tricky, like widening their step width, or just making sure that they aren't overstriding. These sort of corrections can be made. Uh, yeah, I know uh, from our last talks that there are a lot of different factors that lead to running injuries. Uh, I was going actually to ask you another question, uh, but you somehow already answered <laughs> to it. Uh, I'm good at that. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. Uh, if uh, faster paces and longer runs <coughs> uh, also uh, uh, 
uh, lead uh, somehow to knee injuries, but you already said that that this is the case. Hmm. Uh, so I'm sure we all learned a lot from you today. Uh, thank you once again for joining me on the podcast. You're very welcome, Roman. And if anyone else, I, I do have a few um, other knee episodes going a bit more into detail in my podcast, the Run Smarter podcast. So if anyone wants to search that and have a look through some of those knee uh, episodes, they can have a look in a bit more detail there. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, Roman. Happy Runner podcast and recommend it to other runners you know. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts and on our webpage. Happy running!